in a way that feels like you just chatting on the couch with your friends because that's what we doing. Yeah, okay? and I, you know, I've gotten a lot of feedback. Yeah, exactly. Gotten a lot of feedback saying, I just feel like I'm having a conversation with you guys. I feel like I'm just I'm in chatting it up, just chopping chilling. it up. And that's exactly what we want. So if you like movies, docu uh, documentaries, and TV shows, mm -hmm. and you want to just chat about them and stuff like that, that's exactly what this is. You have met your tribe. That's right. Your people. That's right. Welcome to the fourth wall. <laughs> and if you've always been here, what I do? Hey. Hey, y'all. What did he say? A hey, auntie. I need to put that as a sound. Remember when he said that in the Black Panther? I don't. Mm -hmm, Michael B. Don't Jordan. So. When he went in, he finally was showing them that he was a, a Wakandan. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he was like, you know, you my aunt. And he was like, hey, auntie. Apparently, hey, auntie. he ad-libbed that. But oh, anyway, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's funny. here nor there. But I should add that as a sound just to say to all the people who have always been here, please uh, rate, like, subscribe um, on our socials, which is Press Next Podcast, pretty much on everything except Twitter, which is Press Next Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we had a good episode this week. Do want to talk about the new releases that are coming up this week in the movie theater. So if you want to get your popcorn going and your Skittles and snacks and spend $40 at the concessions, you can do so while you are watching Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. That is coming out this weekend. Okay. is I didn't know that. Yes. Is that a... Animated? It is. Yeah, it's the second so installment to the Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Morales. Yes, okay, 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 okay. Um, so if you saw the first one. Which I you didn't. Should, you should watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard it's good, but I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah, you should watch it. And then also, if you want to get a little scary movie, The Boogeyman comes out this week. I do. Can we go watch it? We can go watch it. The, uh, Boogeyman, the Boogeyman is coming. Is coming or I guess, well, I guess coming soon to a theater near you. Um, there are a couple other releases that are coming out, but none that are like marquee names. Yeah. Um, but every single week. When does Barbie come out? Barbie comes out, I think, next month. Or I guess tomorrow's next month. So or today is next month. We all be listening to this next month. Okay. Um, but I need to double check on that. But you will hear it here first when it does come out. Okay. Um, but those are kind of the two big things. So if you want to push to the 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 Theaters weekend. The theater. You can go watch Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and the Boogeyman. You can also Go watch The Little Mermaid, the live action remake. That's what's kind of popping in Hollywood right now. It came yes. out last week. Um, as you can and imagine, it's a Disney movie, so it's going to do well. Right. And it has done well globally, if we're talking domestic and international. It's made a lot of money. It will make a lot of money. It's fine. If you look at Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter, as far as like the critics, has been, it's very high. It's like a 95. So... This is up there with, uh, it's one of the movies that is award worthy, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I looked at the People's Review, and the People Review is like a 68. Really? But we know why. Yeah, well, I also. Going through the reviews, they're very like veiled racism. Well, I also have heard um, from some people that went to go watch it this weekend that one, they were just expecting it more. They were expecting it to be more than what it was, and that they had to take off that expectation lens right. and look through the lens of this is actually just the Disney movie that we all know. Yes, yes. So I think that that also just like those expectations of, oh, this is going to be like a more adult version, or this is going to be like a grown-up version of The Little Mermaid, when actually it is the kids' movie, just yes. live action. Yeah. Um. Also, I've heard that there's just a lot, a lot of singing. 
Well, I mean, I feel like that's a lot of Disney movies and also right. the live actions are just carbon copies to some extent of the movies that came out. And you're trying it's a it's a kids movie. Right. So there's not a lot of kids movies besides Shrek and some other movies that are not really based in like that don't have a lot of singing. Mm. Also, you have a wonderful singer. Right, of course. We fi- we are, we finna stretch that voice. For sure. You know what sure. I'm saying? So that's what the kids go into, right? When the kids leave a movie, what do they leave singing or doing? They leave singing mm-hmm. the songs. That's what gets them drawn into the movie. That's what probably um, got us drawn to the movies. When right. we think about any Disney movie, I can run off some right now, and you'll immediately get a song that comes to your head, and not even like a scene from a movie, yeah. just a song from the movie that comes out to your head. Like, yeah. You'll be able to start singing it. Um, so, of course, that's what's going to happen. But the reason why I say that is because it's doing better internationally than it is doing domestically. Interesting. And that's what I'm saying. Domestically is because we know what it is. Yeah. There's dumb people out there who are like, Ariel's not black. I'm like, Ariel's a mermaid. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just how they feel about Spider-Man and it being Miles Morales. I have a theory. I think they did this Spider-Man. I think they did Miles Morales Spider-Man in animation because he was not white. And it, it probably would have caused a big stir. But really? it's much more palatable as an animated... As a cartoon. Yeah, as a cartoon. Because it's not real. Even though it's not real anyways, but exactly. yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> um, that's my... Interesting. You know, big, okay. That's my, I guess, theory on that. But shout out to them because they are uh, Disney. They got the formula, man. Say what you want to say. I'm sure they are um, one of these big corporations that is just putting a boot to everybody's ass yeah. and sticking up everybody. But damn it, do they have the formula. Okay, also low-key, this influencer I follow is on a Disney cruise right now, and it looks so fun. Mm-hmm. It looks like it would be miserable if you didn't go with children right. because there's like... Well, unless you're a Disney adult. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's just like kids right. everywhere. everywhere. And that looks a little overwhelming and stressful, but I think if you had your own kids and they were mm-hmm. like at the age where they could do things, it looks like so much fun. Right. Um. But yeah, pretty neat. You know, a little Disney. Disney, shout out to Disney, man. They I know y'all stuck in that terrible ass state of Florida, but shout out to Disney because they know what they're doing. And apparently they know what they're doing in that situation too. So they got the sauce. Yeah. Uh I don't know how, man. It kind of is just like pissing me off. Cause like everything they touch is gold. They got the Midas touch. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And they can go back, and this is how cold they stuff is. They can take all they animated movies. After 20, 30 years and say, we're going to make a live action and make just as much money. Yeah. Great. That, wow. Wow. So shout out to Disney. Just as much. It, and they just like, they can keep redoing things because we love nostalgia. Yeah. Of course. And I don't want, I want my kids to go see it. Right. So yeah. they're going to market it to kids knowing that the adults are also going to go because it's like, it was their time. Right. That's why they time it so perfectly. It was like, we remember very vividly the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. We remember very vividly The Lion King, Aladdin, all of these movies. Okay, now we are at the age where we have kids, and we want yeah. our kids to share in the same uh, uh, enjoyment that we had. Right. Really, with everything in our lives, right? That's what right. parents do. They like to like force their own, like, I love this when I was a kid, so I want you to love it. And then they, <laughs> it comes down to it. And like you better play softball. Even. Exactly. I'm just kidding. You better, like, you better say this is the best movie ever. This is my favorite movie. You better love Taylor Swift. Anyway. <laughs> 
that's what they want to do. So it's a perfect marketing scheme. They don't have to do too much. Right. They just have to nail the movie. And so they can put all of their resources behind nailing the live action. And they're going to get the money because people are going to want to take their kids and their nieces and nephews and whatever. And they're going to go watch these remakes. Yeah. And you have an opportunity to, if you did something that was pretty foul in an older movie, let's say there was like, you know, some like baked in sexism or racism or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. You have the opportunity to now rewrite that that wrong. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's just genius. Shout out to Disney. The other thing that's kind of big in Hollywood right now or film entertainment is that Ted Lasso ends or ended. Yeah. Just the season or is it like done for I think the show is done. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm on like episode four of season one. Right, right, right. So we got a ways to go to get there, but yeah. um, apparently it's just, it's the way that it feels right now is how to me it felt when um, Breaking Bad ended. Really? Yeah, like the, the amount of news that I've seen about it, the amount I've seen on Twitter, the amount I've seen just people talking about it in general mm-hmm. at work and in passing. I think I was literally in a grocery store today, and the 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 clerk was talking about it. You know, and that's so crazy because it's on Apple TV. Right. Which is such, I feel like Apple TV is like a small it is. population can, compared to the, the other streaming the Hulus, services. The yeah. Maxes, right. That, uh, but also, it only takes one good show. You know what I'm saying? That's all it takes, right? Yeah. It only takes one good show to bring people to your platform. Yeah. Netflix, when it they hit with Orange is the New Black. And then mm. hit again with... Uh, I miss those days, actually. Yeah, oh my God. The Orange New Black yeah. days were amazing. Shout yeah, out to Pusey. Uh, I cried. Yeah. This is tough. And then it just... that The Orange New Black is one of the shows... One of the best shows that had a moment and, I mean, quickly went downhill. Yeah. I, typically, you get like a nice little curve. Mm-hmm. This moment went off the cliff. We <laughs> went... It got to a point where I was like, yo, what is this? What, yeah. are we, what are we watching? I don't even think I finished watching it because, like, that last season that they did, mm-hmm. I was just like, what, what are we watching? I guess I stopped watching. Um, I, I watched the whole riots and the – it's when they, like, split everyone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't watch past But that. then how far can you go? And I think that maybe it got bit by the money bug of, mm-hmm. like, we just got to keep going because it keeps making money. Mm-hmm. And it's like they left the show. Anyway, um, other big news in Hollywood, it's not really big news, is like, of course, Fast X, Fast X did very well. Um, there's going to be another, like a part two to that movie. Mm-hmm. The way that it ends, there's no question about it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the movie's like, cinema's back, kind of. Are you feeling it the way I'm feeling it? I am actually excited about it, but I will say that one of my coworkers said that he went to the movies to watch The Little Mermaid with his girlfriend for the first time. He hasn't been to the movies in years, he said. And he was like, I hated it. And I was like, oh, why? He was like, everyone was talking. It was a kid's movie. The lady next to me answered her phone in the movie theater. Like, I get it, I guess. Right. It's, it's all those small. Yeah. Yes, the etiquette is so different. And that's like the small annoyances. So... Definitely understand that. For now sure. I understand why people go to matinee films. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. 100%. That's why we do, right? We're like, bro, I'm not trying to get with them them teenage crowd. We became the uh, the grumpy old parents. Yeah. The we became our people. parents. Yeah. Like, like those commercials. Like commercials. We did. I don't be playing them because we already know. they. It's just like concert etiquette. I feel yeah. the same about that. Like, I went to so many concerts growing up. 
so many just music venues, whether they be big, small, or intermediate. Mm-hmm. And there was a certain etiquette, and nobody follows that anymore. And internally, it like pisses me off. That. But it's like we're already we're at where we're at. Yeah, so what are you gonna do about it? We're not gonna do much. So I agree. Same goes with kind of the movies. Now you know me. You get a little whatever in the movies. I I'll be the one to say something. Don't answer your damn phone in here. <laughs> okay, we trying to we all trying to watch this movie. Uh-huh. I'm busting your lip. <laughs> anyway, what's been on your screen? What you been watching? Yeah, so I actually have been watching a lot since the last time we spoke, which is surprising. I felt like I haven't watched a lot of TV um, in the past couple months, but I guess in the past month I've been watching a lot. You were gone. Yeah, I was gone for a week. So <laughs> that helped. Um, Dang. Sh- Say it like you say it like you hate it. You know what I'm saying? You said like you love it. No, I'm just like, I'm no, that helped because I wasn't trying to spend time with you. I was just watching TV. Um, Shrinking on Apple TV. I started that and it is really, really good. Okay. I think that you would like it. You need to watch it. Um, Bridgerton. I finished the second season of Bridgerton. So now I just need to watch Queen Charlotte. Uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. I finally finished it. Phenomenal. You cheated on me? Yes, babe. We had two months to watch it. But you didn't even tell me. I could have watched it when I was out there. We could have watched it at similar times. That's all right, though. I'm Keep sorry. Going. I'm sorry. can't believe this. I, y'all, she just told me she cheated on me on air. On wax. This will forever be cemented. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn. What can I say except you're welcome? Mm. Um, I also watched Moana. <laughs> Um, mainly because I had never watched it all the way through. I've watched like pieces here and pieces here and pieces here. So I kind of like right. got the gist of the whole movie, mm-hmm. but I never watched it all together. And our nephew is obsessed with it. Yes. And he says, I am nothing without my hook. <laughs> and he, oh, he has the hook in a car. Three years old. I'm nothing without my hook. Yeah. The other <laughs> day I was, I saw him and I was like, is that the hook? Really? Like, yeah. He has it in the car. That's really funny. Um, also, I watched the Bama Rush documentary on Max. What? I wanted to watch that too. Did you? Yes. I was waiting Trash. on you because I thought that I was going to bring some people on to talk about it, you know, from like fraternity sorority life. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Man, go ahead. I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, all the other stuff you've been watching, I'm trying to figure out what, where I'm at. I got to, why is it yeah, trash yeah. though? Okay, so the Bama Rush documentary is so, it's not what anyone was expecting. We were expecting the way the trailer made it seem and the way that social media was hyping it up was that there were going to be people going through Rush that were going to expose all of the secrets, the dirty Rush, the machine, like this whole Alabama Rush was going to be exposed. Because if you know anything about sorority life, and I was in a sorority which I was in a sorority at a D2 college, so it was very, very mild. But if you know anything about sorority life, especially D1 schools, especially SEC schools, they are on a whole nother level. SEC fraternity and sorority life is a league of its own. And so there is, and, and Alabama's at the top. And so there's always been like, People knew that there were a lot of things that went into it, but nobody really knows unless you go through it. And so we were all thinking that this was going to be like an expose, right? Well, it turns into 
so basically this documentary it's an hour and 40 minutes so it's like a sit sit and watch it one time it's not several episodes and it follows these three girls who go through recruitment but they're they've already been at the school so they're like sophomores um none of them complete recruitment one of them drops halfway through rush the other one got released or whatever and the other one got dropped by everyone so i mean there are some things in there that were like oh this is interesting i wish they talk about the machine which i didn't know about but my friend who went to georgia university of georgia knew about the machine so i wish they would have talked more about that the machine basically is like this society that runs the university of alabama like they have people they're they're like puppet Puppeteers. puppeteers so um, the government. I wish basically I wish we would have heard more about that. And then I wish like, um, I, I don't know that it started off talking about sororities and then it cuts to the director and the director has alopecia. And so she talks about how her life was like recruitment was like rush because she was trying to fit in. She was always trying to fit in. She was always wearing wigs, trying to fit in. And it turned into a documentary about her, not alopecia, about her and her alopecia. It turned into, it was, it was so like, it was giving, I didn't get a bid. And I did, I wasn't comfortable with myself in college. And this is why, you know? And I mean, we all know that there's issues within Rush. So why didn't we talk about that? I don't know, but maybe there's a gap and now an opportunity to do so. But there were some interesting things on there, like um, the integration of sororities at Alabama and Sorority Row. And I think that like... I think it was the AKAs didn't get a house till like 2013 or like weren't a thing. I I I, I don't know. I kind of I kind of blanked, but stopped listening. But it wasn't that great. Watch it. I just wanted to watch it. I thought it was going to be more, but I continued to watch it. That way, I could watch TikToks about it. Essentially, um, also watch the new season of Selling Sunset. Of course, always going to love Selling Sunset, no matter how trashy it is, no matter. How annoying it is, no matter how many houses they sell, I will watch it. I eat that up and I love it. And I watched it and it was trash. And they didn't sell many houses. Trash is in like they were just catty fighting, but I loved it. Didn't even do their job. Um, and then on a flight the other day, I started a show that my friends have been trying to get me to watch for a long time. And her husband. And my husband said, Hey. I think you'd like this. Um, Bob's Burgers. Shout out to Bob's I Burgers. finally started watching it. It is so funny. Some of the characters remind me of my friends, specifically Louise. Louise? Louise. Louise. Um, Louisiana. So, yeah, that's what I've been watching. I told you I've been watching a lot. What have you been watching? You've been watching a lot. <laughs> Listen to me when I tell you this. Okay? When I tell you this. I have probably watched over 35 
movies and like TV show episodes in the past week and a half. That is literally insane. Yes. But tell people why. That way they don't just think you're a couch potato. Well, I am a couch potato and I like it. So butter me up. Throw some, pour some bacon on me. All right. So. Goodness gracious. No, 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 no. So this is, uh, she's saying goodness gracious because she's looking at something on the screen. Oh, this starts in January. It starts okay. in January. So huh. my plan was, and I'm going to get back into doing this. If you actually go on our Instagram, you can do this. This is for everybody. So this isn't just for anybody. I mean, this isn't just isn't for us. You can click the link on the bio, and there's like a little um, thing where you can put the movies that you've watched, and it'll say, you know, is this Corey? Is this Katie? Is this somebody else? What movie? What's the movie year? And then that way, at the end of the year, I can do a recap of all of the things that I watch. Now, I did that all of January, and then I fell off. <laughs> and then you didn't do it again until yeah, May. And so I started back in May. And I will continue to do this for the rest of the year. So I watched White White Man Can't Jump. Okay. The new one that came out yes, on Hulu. Yes, yes, yes. I watched Air. I can't believe you watched that. I said I wanted to watch that. And well, we're on the same, uh, you know, you throw a punch, I throw a punch. We take it. Well, we how was it? it was, I actually, if I'm being completely honest. You didn't like it? First off, I don't know why they're doing these, like, branding movies now. Yeah. Have you seen these, like, movies or... The, the Hot Cheetos movie, the Air movie, there's like another movie the about Hot like Cheetos Porsche. Movie? Yeah, I haven't like seen a, that. About the, the person who created mm-hmm. Hot Cheetos. I haven't seen that. I don't know why they're doing these. But in the end, so the movie itself wasn't a bad movie. In the end, in totality, you're like, this was whack. Like, <laughs> they had a guy who played Michael Jordan, but you never saw his face. But he was never in it. Yeah, I heard that. You never saw his face. Well, he was in it, but he was like uh, Wizard Kelly on the. Proud I was about family. to say Wizard it Kelly. All started with an orange basketball. He was like Wiz Kelly, and I guess maybe they were trying to take the focus off of Michael because it wasn't about Michael, but it was about Michael, right? At the, you know, at some point. But I heard it was more about his mom than him. It was right? about his mom, and it was about the deal, and it was about saving Nike. Okay. Right. Basically, Adidas and Converse were running the basketball shoe game. Nike was a running shoe. So they were trying to get into the basketball game. And and they had a pitch to, you know, get like three stars or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's one guy who bet it all on Michael. And they were able to get Michael Jordan. That's the movie. Okay. Like, so then it was like boring, but mm-hmm. it was kind of cool. It was just about a business who were trying to make a, you know, a dire move to get something that they believed in. And they got it. Yeah. Okay. So not that great. Um, and then I watched We Have a Ghost, which is on Netflix. Um, I feel like I've seen um, things about that. It was okay. Okay. Good movie to just like kind of pass the time. Um, that wasn't bad. And then I said, you know what I'm going to do? Since I'm just in this, this the mountains of uh, New Mexico, I'm going to watch the MCU in timeline order. But I want to leave out the Hulk because I don't think the Hulk storyline is. Uh, I don't really care for the Hulk movie because the story's boring. Mm-hmm. The movies and the action is cool, but anyway, so I left the Incredible Hulk out, and I am all the way to Black Widow. Now, do you want me to? Can I do this real quick? Can I tell you what I've watched? Sure. In order. Let's 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 do this real quick. I think it starts with Captain America. 
the that's, first. Uh, that's where the timeline starts. That's where the timeline starts. So instead Dang. of watching it in um, oh Captain America, I instead don't know of why watching I was it Captain in Marvel. Uh, release order, I'm watching it in timeline order. What? What? Why? Where's that? <laughs> what? What? Because Disney Plus be tripping. You saw how when let me go no further, and then like, see, oh there you go, boom. Come on, keep loading. Here we go. All right, timeline order. Starts with Captain America, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. and then Cap, uh, Agent Carter, which is a, Agent Carter is actually a show, but I didn't go watch the show. I probably will watch the show at some point. I just watched the one shots. The one shots are like these uh, short films. They're like three to 12 minutes. Okay. So then I watch Agent Carter. Then I watch Captain Marvel, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and then another one shot called uh, A Funny Thing That Happened on the Way to Thor's Hammer. Then I watched Thor. Then another mm-hmm. one shot called The Consultant. Then I watched The Avengers, another one shot called Item 47. Uh, this is going to be long. Thor, Dark World, garbage. But Iron Man 3, garbage. All Hell the King, which is another uh, one shot. You don't like shot. Iron Man 3? Trash. Iron hmm. Man 2 or 3 are not good. Okay, I say trash. I'm sorry. I try to get the trash thing out of my like vocabulary. But when we talk about the top tiers of, uh, or the tiers of like Marvel movies, I think people... The reason why they don't even like this phase is because they don't remember that Marvel had a phase like this. Yeah. Not every single movie that Marvel put out was just this banger slapper. Yeah, I feel like I liked Iron Man 3, though. Iron Man 3, I thought, was... Maybe I need to rewatch it. Just not great. And it was like... Do you remember like the, the premise of it? Basically, he gets... Be- like, he's his suit gets all messed up, mm-hmm. and he's stuck in a small town. He finds a little boy there, and it's like him and a boy, and... This is not a good movie to me. And then after All Hail the King, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, which fire. Captain America, Winter Soldier, fire. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, fire. And then they have these group one shots. They have like four or five Cute. of them. They're amazing. So I watched those. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, Avengers Age of Ultron, which is a good movie. It's okay. It's like tier two to me. Mm-hmm. And we're okay. talking tears. Ant-Man, Civil War, and then now I'm at Black Widow. Nice. So I need to watch Black Widow, Black Panther, Spider-Man, uh, Homecoming, Doctor Strange, Thor, Ragnarok, Ant-Man, and the Wasp, Avengers, Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Loki, What If, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Multiverse of Madness, that's Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, uh, Moon Knight, Wakanda Forever, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Thor, Love and Thunder, Werewolf, Guardians of the Galaxy, like the holiday special, and Ant-Man, Quantumanium, and I forgot somewhere in there that I need to watch again, WandaVision. So... It's a lot of watching going on. That is a lot. I feel like maybe one day I should watch it in timeline order too. Makes so much sense. Yeah. So much. I remember, I think it was last Christmas where we went through and watched all of the ones that I couldn't remember if I had watched before um, or the ones that I just didn't remember. If you watch these in chronological order or timeline order and, you know, instead of like the release order, the story and you understand the Marvel Cinematic Universe much better. Well, and I think that that, and I know that they can't really release them in timeline order because they're by phases. But I think I, they could though. But I think that that's why people that aren't into Marvel will never get into it or don't, not that they won't ever, they don't care to get into it because there's too much going on. It's too much to keep straight. Even me who watches every Marvel movie that comes out, I watch it for what it is because sometimes I don't remember what's happening in the universe or in the right. you know, the, no, in the universe. In the universe. universe. So yeah. I'm just like, 
Mm -hmm. Okay. And then as I'm going throughout the movie, I'm piecing together off of context clues, what has happened, what has, hasn't happened. Was this before the snap? Was it after the snap? Like all that different stuff. <laughs> Not that we use in a, like the snap as like BCAD. The before <laughs> times. I know. Pre-snap. This was pre-snap. Um, that's funny. But I also think where they may mess up for people is that they should not put things in the TV shows that they're going to premiere also into the movies. Yes. So I don't think you need to, if I'm Marvel, and I know that they're like putting, I know that they're doing this because they need money or whatever. You want people to watch. But for Marvel, I think that they should understand that their TV shows are for their real fans. Right. Who really want to go into like watch Moon Knight. Have what? you ever heard of Moon Knight? I've heard of it, but I didn't watch it. No, I'm saying like when you were oh. like growing up, you I, no. you knew superheroes, but you didn't know Moon Knight, right? Yeah. That's my point. My point is that make Moon Knight and those characters, give them their TV shows yeah. for the real comic fans, and then the movies make them like these tentpole movies that everybody can enjoy and understand. Yeah. Don't go into another, like a TV show, and then put a scene from the TV show that's going to be important to the next movie type of thing. Yeah, because I still haven't watched like Loki... Um, there's a couple of the shows that came out that I still haven't watched. Right. She-Hulk, I only watched. But they're kind of doing that, right? So think about it. In Moon Knight, there's a couple of scenes, and we'll talk about that at some point. Um, Loki, the entire... Loki kind of set off the multiverse timeline thing, right? Yeah. And that's the phase we're in when we're talking about the 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 Kang phase. So if we're looking at two the master villains, mm -hmm. we had Thanos and now we have Kang. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that all of the people before have not been like they're villains, but they're not like the. They, oh, buddy, sent all of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The same goes for Kang. Kang mm -hmm. is like the big guy, but for all of these movies, there will be other villains or stuff like that. So we're in a different phase. Well, Kang exists, and his phase understands that he's existing in these multiverses, right? Loki, the show, sets up all of the information for that so that you can really understand what's going on. And the timekeepers and that there are different there's different timelines and that in this timeline. And yes, they did it in a movie very briefly, but don't do that. Do it yeah. more, put it more in movies or whatever. So I feel like you really have to watch Loki. They did the same thing with Miss Marvel. There's the Marvels is gonna come out. And I feel like if you didn't watch Miss Marvel, you're not really gonna understand the Marvels. Yeah. Because Miss Marvel didn't get a movie, she got a TV show. So you're going to be like, who is this person? Mm -hmm. So I think they're kind of messing up on that part, and that's where they're losing some people. But anyway, that's what I've been watching. Um, and then, of course, the stuff that we watched um, today. I mean, not today, but for this episode. Yes, which is Black Mirror. Black Mirror. So I have always been a huge fan of Black Mirror. Right. I'm late to the party. She's as, late to the party. As per usual. As per usual, but that's okay. So the other day she was like, I said, we should watch Black Mirror. We should you know, do some episodes about that. And she goes, well, what should I watch? I said, I'll send you three episodes. And I think the three episodes I sent you were Nosedive, Striking Vipers, and the entire history of you, which all span across three different seasons, mm -hmm. season one, season three, and season five, mm -hmm. which is one of the reasons why I like Black Mirror. It's an anthology and they're all just, it's a collection of short films is what it is. Right. But they have similar themes, but they're not connected. So you can pick up Black Mirror anywhere you want to. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I started watching it, I just clicked like season like, two. You know, on Netflix where you where it says play now, mm-hmm. I clicked that, and I'm pretty sure it started in season two. It didn't yeah. take me to season one. No, it, you you can drop anywhere in there. So I like Black Mirror for that, but I wanted you to choose one of these three. And she chose nosedive, so we'll talk about that. Which was super interesting. And then afterwards, she was like, no, I need to watch the other two. So we watched all three. Um, so for people that haven't watched Black Mirror, can you explain what it is? It, Anthology meaning that the stories are not... They're not connected. So an anthology is just like a collection of different stories, right? Yeah. So let's say there's season one. There's four episodes in season one. Each episode is about a different story. Right. Right? Collected into one thing called Black Mirror, meaning everybody lives in somewhat of the same world. So we understand that if I watch episode one, the thing the things of the world of episode one are going to be similar to the things of the world in episode three. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to like, it's not a brand new movie. Right. It's almost like, okay, this is what's happening in New York. There's a story happening in New York. This one's happening in Japan. This one's happening in Nevada. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the technology and stuff, we understand this is like a futuristic technology or futuristic techno- technologically advanced time. Right. And these things are happening in different places, but they're not connected to each other. The only thing that really connects them is that this technology. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're not. So it's cool. You can pick up really anywhere. But basically, it says a series of standalone dramas, sharp, suspenseful. I guess it's satire uh, that explores techno paranoia. So think about the Twilight Zone. I guess you can say a rethinking of the Twilight Zone. That is what Black Mirror is. They actually, they actually have a um, they have a couple of like film films like Black Black Mirror the movie that came out on Netflix. One of them was it. Oh uh, really. One of them was an interactive one, and you got to choose the endings and stuff. To choose oh, what happened next. I didn't know that. It was pretty cool. Except one of them was kind of whack, but that's okay. Not everything's going to work perfectly. Right. Um, but I like the fact that they're trying it. And it, for me, as like an aspiring filmmaker, it's cool to be like, oh, man, I want to make a short film that fits in the, in the Black Mirror world. Mm-hmm. You know, which is really just... I read a book one time that I think would fit into the Black Mirror world. It's tech paranoia. That's really what it is. So all of these people out there are like, 5G is going to kill us. Black Mirror. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like Black Mirror, right? So anything that comes in, oh, AI. AI is going to be the next, it's going to kill us. Black Mirror. Megan, the movie, yep. would have been a perfect Black Mirror episode. Yep. I love it. Because it really is the time. It's almost an allegory, but sometimes it's futuristic. Yeah. Some of the things that came out in nosedive or in some of these episodes are going to eventually happen eventually happen right so we'll talk about that so nosedive you want to talk about nosedive yeah so the episode nosedive is basically um everyone has phones obviously and every interaction you rate someone so you rate the interaction you have so if i have a uber yeah if i have a pleasant interaction with you i just say hi you're nice to me i'm gonna i'm gonna get a ping that says you know rate this person and i'll give you five stars and your rating is dependent on how you treat people and how people perceive you but the way that you are seen is dependent on your score so there are certain things that yes so there are things that you can't get into if you don't have a certain score there are things that like 
only people with a score of a 4.0 or above have access to, much like our classes, right? right? So um, it was very interesting because I feel like everyone was so wrapped up in their score mm-hmm. that, and not even just their score, but their the way that they presented themselves to other people. Because you could post a picture of something and people would rate that. Mm-hmm. So your social media was also adding on to your score. Right. So just things like that. And and you can go into more detail if you want. Yeah, but like, that's for instance, the gist of it. If I can remember, she wanted to get into this like apartment or this like community housing mm-hmm. community. But you needed to have like a 4.2 or above. And so like. I don't know if it was a 4.2, but I'm going to use that. Number. It was a 4.5 to 4.5. get because of how expensive it was. If right. you were in, a, if you were a 4.5, you were like their brand ambassador. Right. So you could get a 20% discount. Right. And so if you, so she would go about her day and try to get people to rate her higher so she can get a higher score. So of course she's smiling, dressing a certain way. She's trying to be as pleasant as possible with everything that she does present herself in a way so that she can get a higher score. And this is the world that like, this is what everybody's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Or at least what's in her circle. So the way I see it is that everybody's just being fake. Yeah, right? 100%. Everybody's just doing it for the likes. Mm-hmm. And the terrible journey for her is that throughout her day, because she's trying to travel and do something, she continuously gets knocked docked points. She gets docked points for... I think she missed a flight or something like that. Her flight got changed or canceled and she kind of had like a little... She was rude with right. the with the agent, the ticket agent. And they and gave her like a whole point doc. Yeah. But then that set off another thing, right? You docked me a whole point when I can't get the apartment and then I can't rent the car because the car that I wanted to rent was actually at this and the only car they have now for the, the stars that I have is here and I'm on a point dock for a whole 24 hours, so I can't get the points until... Right. And your points are how people would interact with you, too. Yeah. If you didn't have a above a certain point, people would be like, why are you interacting with that person? Right. And then they would look at you different as Classism. well. Yeah. It's like, why is a rich person talking to the homeless man? Right. So, like, the ones talk to ones, the twos talk to twos, and so on and so forth, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, the twos don't mingle with the, the four and a halves. Yeah. Or the four and a half wouldn't wouldn't dare stoop to a 3.2. Right. I can't be seen talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you would lower my score. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, but it got me thinking, like, it was a perfect for me, again, calling an allegory or whatever, to, I feel like this is actually how we live life. And I know that uh, in China, there is there are bases for companies who do social um, currency, mm. for sure. Like, there's... That is already a thing. Really? Yes. And I don't know if it's like, uh, I have to do a little bit more research. Don't quote me on this, but I will. Uh, I don't know if it's like a, the federal aspect, like they have adopted that, but it's definitely a part of their um, culture now. And community. Interesting. Yeah. Not to the extent of like what it is in Black Mirror, you know, but wild. And and that was uh, that was my girl too, wasn't it? Bryce Dallas uh, Howard. That's her name? Who? The redhead in her. I ain't never heard you say that name in my life. She's in Jurassic Park. Oh, I'm, I don't watch Jurassic Park. They said they edited her booty because it was too big in the movie. What? Yeah. you. Know. Oh, it was under a dress the whole time. Uh-huh. You still see that thing. What is this? Oh, nosedive. Yeah. Look it up. I think it was. Is her name Bryce? Bryce Dallas Howard? Am I tripping? 
Please tell me I'm right. Katie thinks I have a thing for redheads. And the thing is, she's not wrong. Bryce Dallas Howard. See? <laughs> um, so watch that one. That one's in season five, three? I think five. But I, th- I think it's really interesting. Also, in the end, the way that it ends is that she, if I can remember, she ends up going to like jail, right? Yes. And she has like her points. Basically, she at the bottom of the barrel again. Yes. And her and uh, she's has like a, either a cellmate or like a guy across the hall. And they end up like, what do they do? They just start yelling at each other. Like because, cussing each other out? Because they haven't been able to be. Themselves? They haven't like, been able to express their true feelings because right. they've been trying so hard to get other people to like them mm-hmm. and rate them high. And it's just like. It almost they're felt like, like, they're like cathartic. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they got to finally let it all Say go how and they be feel. for real. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Dang. It's crazy how I remember that. Mm-hmm. But that's the part I probably remember the most is like that ending part of like, oh, uh, she's, d- does it really, is it beneficial? This is the question that I brought up for me. Is it beneficial to live your life the way that they lived their life in regards to caring so much about what everybody thinks about them? No. I feel the same. And I wish that people, and I'm only coming to that conclusion as a 32-year-old man who has lived a lot of his life trying to gain and garnish the um, goodwill of other people um, for things that will probably never happen. Also, if you think about this, and think about this in a real society like today's world, can you imagine that system being, like, used? The, The people... Marginalized people would still be marginalized. I mean, I feel like it kind of is. If you, it, not in, in a smaller aspect, in, in a certain aspect, that is still kind of, because your clout is your money when you're at that point, whether right. an influencer or a celebrity. If people don't know your name, you're not going to get put on films. If people don't know who you are, you're not going to be asked to go to, on brand trips. If you don't have so many followers, you can't do this. Like, you know, so it kind of is still used that way. But in that aspect, no, I can't because but but we kind of see that in class. Right. Right. But we also see that in. I I just thought it was interesting how um, there were certain things that were just so parallel to what we see in our world mm-hmm. with like class lower class and just because people can't afford something doesn't mean that they're any less right smart it doesn't mean that they're any less kind like all of these things that we saw this portray Mm -hmm. as like oh you're rated a 2.5 you're probably a sketchy person i don't want to talk to you whereas that person could be a 2.5 because they've been going through something and i think the humbling moment was that she and I I loved the way that this was depicted because I feel like so often we sit in our place of judgment, or like- judgment and we look out on at what everyone else is doing and we think that could never be me until it is. Mm-hmm. Until it is, because life will humble you so quick because you can you can sit up there and say, I would never like even myself in in past relationships. I've looked at other relationships and said, that would never be me. I would never allow that to happen. And then guess what? I was in this cyclical relationship where things were just continuing like bad things where I look back and I'm like, who 
am I? And why am I accepting this for myself? And I thought that I would never, because I was too strong. I was too independent. I was too good. I would never let somebody treat me like that. And then I ended up in that situation. And I will tell you what, ever since that, I have been like that. I think that that actually changed so much in my life because I got to a point where I was like, I can't believe that I ever had the gall to judge someone else in their situation because you never know what someone else is going through until you are in that situation. And you never know what you would do until you were in that situation. So I think that this is really like it put into perspective of how quickly your stars can go down mm-hmm. and how hard it is to build them back, them stars up. back up. Yeah. And I just think like in a, if it were to be used in like similar fashion today, there would be so much sabotage, right? Yes. So like, Go ahead. Men, I have a thought. And men wouldn't... I'll put it like this. I don't want to use like men and women and everything else because then it, the whole narrative just becomes fuck men. <laughs> My point is that if I... People out here keying Teslas, right? Just because of Off the what, strength of it being a Tesla. That's it. <laughs> they have no idea what this person is. They don't know that this person actually is either leasing it, maybe it's a rental, or they're in so much debt because they got it or whatever. But they think because they have a Tesla, they, oh, this person must be, think that they are God's greatest gift to earth, and I'm going to scratch their car because of it. Mm -hmm. You don't think that when you came in your Tesla to go get some Starbucks and pulled up in the window, that person that don't like Teslas and and is going to rate you a one? Just to rate you a one? Mm -hmm. You don't think that if you're a celebrity, and I'm jealous at the fact of your celebrityism, whatever that is. I'm not going to rate you low just to sabotage you. Jealousy. But but that's the thing also is you can see what people rate you. So if I see somebody that I work with and they rate me low, I can be like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> so people can see that. Mm-hmm. So you can't really hide behind that. But I was thinking while watching it, I was like, man, this would be. This would be so problematic because in the heat of the moment, yes, you you could be having one bad day and you drop so bottom. far. You drop so far. And in the heat of the moment, you cut me off in traffic. I'm quick to give you a one star. Mm-hmm. Quick. Well, or if I have a bad if I have a bad interaction with you and I think that you're rude to me, facts. quick Any to give you a one star. But then later in the day, I'm like, it yeah, didn't really matter that much, right. you know? But we at that moment, I was like... F you. Right. If we got into an argument or something, you can be like, mm, zero. Exactly. So I think that that could be problematic. Very, very problematic. But we do it anyway. All right. The second episode we watched was about memories. One one more thing. Sorry. On this. Um, do you think that we kind of do that anyways, though? Because think about it. How many times have you seen somebody make a TikTok about a company where something went wrong. And they go nosedive the company. Everyone is in the in the um yeah, no nosedive the company. So now they're point two stars when they were five stars, but because one person had a bad experience, now they have no stars. Yeah, in that fa- uh, fashion, of course. But even then, I think that that's kind of somewhat even genuine. And that's why I like the rating system. Here's why I don't think the rating system will ever work for any of us. None of us know what is what. There's no, like, a five should be extraordinary. Yeah. 
it should be a life-changing thing. I, I have never had service like this before in my entire life. Yeah. That's a five. Mm-hmm. Most people are three. Most interactions you have are three. Yeah. 3.5. Yeah. But we don't view that as that. We view it as a five or a one. We don't view anything as being, and that's my point. It, well, and the they, they showed that in the show too, right? Because when she talked to the guy to get a rental car, he gave her like a two star. And she was like, well, was I nice to you? Why'd you give me two stars? And he was like, well, our conversation wasn't meaningful. No. So like, it was just a normal, but that should be It was be just normal. a normal interaction. Right. Two to 2.5 to three is like, oh, this is the normal interaction. Mm-hmm. Most people should be hovering around that. Like if we're looking at a bell curve, and if we're really talking about uh, like plotting, I don't want to get in stats. I'm a little nerd self, right? You know, yeah. Standard deviation. But uh, <laughs> it should be that most people fall underneath that bell curve. And only a very few outliers should be in those fives and those ones. But most people would fall into the threes. And you wouldn't be the 4.5 club. You have to be a 4.5 to get in here. Yeah, it's only, you know how many slots are in for 4.5s and up? Yeah. Uh, maybe 75. So you can't really get in here because right. nobody's really getting in here. Right. And it, But people don't do that. Everything's either good or it's trash. It's the best thing they've ever saw or it's trash. Uh, uh, LeBron James is either the GOAT or he's trash. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's no nuance. I think we've lost the art of nuance. Our humans just don't like nuance. Maybe because we want the excitement. Yeah. But we just forget that most people and most things are mundane and regular. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That's why I'm be giving people like my boy Dylan, you say uh shout out to Dylan. He don't work with me no more, so I'll tell you a story. After every single time we would uh do, you know, something on the TV, it would always ask us to rate like our experience. Yeah. And it was one to five stars and I would be like putting three and he's like, you gotta give it five. You gotta give it five. I feel bad when I give it five. I was like, that's the issue, fam. Yeah. It wasn't an extraordinary thing. Did it do what it was supposed to? Yeah. That's three. If something else happened and I learned a new feature and it gave me a new feature and it helped me out, now we're pushing four or five. Okay, that's interesting because I feel like I'm, I definitely am very um, giving with my ratings. Yeah, but it's because we know it's the same. The, the drive behind you giving a five, even within him, the drive behind him giving a five was more so because, like, I know that these ratings is what was going to help this person move forward. Mm-hmm. It's the same drive behind tipping. Yeah. It's why people feel the way they feel about tipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why didn't you tip? I got literally the service that, like, everybody else got. But the drive behind you thinking from your place of privilege you know how I feel about this when people say that. I saw a video the other day. I know that my tip is going to, uh, this person has three kids at home. This person is probably working a second job. And I'm like, yo, you're an asshole. You really are. This could be their only job and they live in their best life. Right. But you think that, this, oh, poor me because they work as a server. So what are you saying? Yeah. You're looking down on this person because they're serving you. Yep. And so you're tipping them. Out of guilt. So, voila, the machine up top worked. They didn't have to pay their wages because you paid them for them. Neither here nor there. My point is that the um, the drive is the same. So, you get no... If it's normal, 
I'm either not rating it if you're like, I need a five star. And same goes to you. We always ask for five stars, right? Because we mm-hmm. know for this podcast that five stars are going to push us up uh, further. But we also always tell you what? Give it what you believe. You believe it's a, a three star. That's fine. No, I give it five. <laughs> That's fine. Because we're changing your life. <laughs> but if you're like, I really love this. We're going to get really a lot feel, of three stars after this. I really feel a part of this. Then, And that's, hey, three stars better than no stars. True. So we'll take what we can get where, you know, where it comes there. True. Anyway, we're going to move on to um, the second one, which was about memories. And a quick rundown about this episode was about, I, basically, this is a mind, like there's like a little implant that goes behind your ear. Mm-hmm. And and everything that your mind or everything your eyes see and your ears hear is automatically recorded to this chip. So you can just replay your memories like on a screen in front of you and stuff like that. You could throw it up on your TV and be like, hey, remember when we did this? And you can play the memory as if everything was recorded because everything is recorded. Uh, and so everybody pretty much has this chip. Um, what do they call it when you don't have Gouging. A chip? No, 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 no. She got gouged, but it was called oh. something else. She got it gouged out of her ear, but it was called like... Uh, D-chippers or I don't know something like that um, but basically if you like go defunct and you don't chip then you're like going against the grain because everybody has a, a chip in their in their head and they can all see their own memories right mm-hmm. and that would be kind of cool but what happens in the the episode is that a guy is like, you can tell he's kind of obsessed with running through his memories, his own memories, mm-hmm. and just overanalyzing every little Everything. thing. Everything, yeah, like Whether, an overthinker. Yeah, he's a super-duper overthinker. And so the memory chip actually becomes a deterrent to him. It becomes a problem for him because what he does is everything that he sees, he spends his time analyzing it. Uh, his meeting with a business uh, in China, see if he can get, you know, become a lawyer for them. An interaction with him and his girlfriend, or I, I think they're... I don't know if they're married or not, but they have a child. And he saw that his girlfriend was talking to this other guy, and he kept playing that in his head over and over and over and looking for ways to find something that either wasn't there but ended up actually being there. So his wife or whatever cheated on him Mm -hmm. the year before, and he was able to access the memories to figure that out or something like that. Uh, And you have the the opportunity opportunity to delete it But I guess they didn't. But how did you feel about that episode? So, like, part of me thinks that it would be super cool to be able to do that. Access your memories? Yes, because there's so many things that I, well, one, I can't remember anything. I have a terrible memory. But the things I do remember, I wish I, like, I have, I have several core memories that, that stick with me forever that. I wish I could re like I do replay, but I wish I could put on a screen and actually watch it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like there are so many times like that, and so I think that it would be cool. But then I think I would drive myself crazy like he did. Yeah, over analyzing yeah. every single interaction. It ruined his life. So he ended up splitting from his baby moms, and he took the 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 implant out himself. Because he was living his life in the past. Mm-hmm. He was just living in the past. There's also really one weird scene. And this is how, just put it really, it's weird, but it put it in perspective how, how far gone these people are. They were having sex with each other. I mean, people who are supposed to love each other and mm-hmm. be hot for each other. But they were watching, they were physically actually having sex, but they were both watching 
them having sex for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird. So they're never really living in the moment. Right. All they're ever doing is living in the past. And it it begs me to ask, I feel like the the episode is kind of based off of like, is ignorance bliss? Yeah. Because in the end, all he ever saw was like the things that actually made him happy with her. And I think that was the episode trying to tell us like, he should have just moved on and let it go. Or they dealt with it and they move on. They dealt with it and they move on. Or, I don't know. I think that like, you shouldn't over even if this was something that was going to ruin you anyways it's the constant because he became obsessed with it Mm -hmm. he became obsessed with looking through his wife or girlfriend's interaction body language what she said he would zoom in on her mouth he used some other thing to. Is this funny? Like she, this person told a joke, and you're the only person that laughed. So I need to ask other people. Yeah, look funny? at other people's faces. Then look at your faces. You're looking at him. He's looking at you. Everybody else is looking at each other. Was there something going on there? Like, yes, ignorance is bliss, but at the same time, like, it's the obsession of it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I, for the life of me, I don't know why she just didn't tell him. Especially when he started, like, you can tell he was obsessing. Yeah. Just go ahead and get it out. Yeah. It's, you, bro, I can I can get, I can go back in my memories. Right. I can go back in yours, which is essentially what he did in the end. Mm-hmm. Was like, I need you to show me what happened, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, she cheated on him, and they broke it off. But I feel like it was like a message of, like, let let stuff go. Yeah. Let it go. Like, everything is not meant to be this knockdown drag out thing. Right. Some things you just gotta let go. And I'm not saying letting that go. I'm just saying things in life in general. Right. Stop living in the past. What did Barack Obama used to say? You can't move forward by looking backwards. I have no idea. Yeah, that was like his thing. You need both for uh I was a kid. Oh. I saw somebody online. Today yeah, you might have been was, graduating high school in a way. Listen, well when Obama But I was elected, in junior high. <laughs> When Obama got elected, <laughs> I remember about three things from that day. I wasn't even uh, old enough to vote yet. I think maybe I had just turned 18. I think maybe I just turned 18. It was 2008, right? Mm-hmm. And it was November. So I had just turned 18. Maybe I could have voted, but I didn't vote. Um, And I remember... <laughs> All I heard all day up and down the halls was people saying, Obama, 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 I remember Obama. that. Because <laughs> of Millie. I remember <laughs> so that. I remember that. Obama, 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 Obama. All, so the whole school, I say the whole school really was just like the black folks. And then, um, you know, our president is black was like a huge yeah. thing. And then um, there was this one class, and I kid you not, I, know, I still know this person, so I'm not going to say their name. We were in class and people were, we just, it was like a, our pals class, peer assistance and leadership. It's where I was in Big Brothers, Big Sisters. It was like a mentor class, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about the election because, of course, my teacher was like, hey, let's try to like debrief this and yada, yada, yada. And <laughs> this one girl was going on, and this is back when I spoke Spanish a little bit because I took Spanish class. She was going off about how Barack Obama was the Antichrist. She was crying in class. It was bad. 
think we all figured out that uh, Barack Obama was not the Antichrist. But why was she going off like that? Because, like most people, we people just buy into propaganda. So you know, you know what I the remember. Election was stolen. We didn't go to the moon. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Where's the birth certificate? You know. Oh yeah, I remember that too. The birth certificate was yeah. crazy. Um, his middle name is Hussein. Right. Oh, he's not actually born in America. Yeah. Yeah. Birth, um, birth certificate. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, not born in America, but he's like uh, something else too. Some somebody yeah. said so. he's from Hawaii. I was like, that's America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, you know what I remember? Obama, Obama, Obama. <laughs> that. And I remember the Jefferson's theme song. I saw it everywhere. Really? I think it was the Jefferson's. Well, moving on up. Moving on up to the east side. That might have been racist. That. Very. I'm about to say no part of the town. Were, I don't know why they were singing that. That's crazy. That's that is crazy. crazy. But I wish I can go in my memory and show you the rant that this girl was going on on the TV screen. Because it was wild. And I will never forget it. Okay? Yeah. I don't need an implant like from this movie. I'm glad I can't show you what my eyes saw in small town America. Oh, for sure. I'll be like, huh? We play that back. This you dated who him? Is that? I'm just checking, who is this? Uh, and then the last one we'll get. This is the this is classic, especially amongst the black community. Striking vipers. Yeah, it was big. Oh uh, my gosh, it was huge in the black community. Really? Huge. If you go on Twitter right now, and just post, oh girl face when they uh when they were sitting down at the table. Oh yeah. I mean, she even became like a meme, like when she was doing like what is going on. Yeah, the wife. Yes. Theo, listen, so Striking Vipers, really quick, uh, is about these two men who are black, who are best friends. They're best friends growing up. They play this video game called Striking Vipers growing up. Uh, and then it's fast forward, like it's, it's 11 years later. Um, one of them's married, has a kid. The other one's kind of still kind of finding his way. Uh, but for his birthday, he gifts his friend striking vipers the new version of it it's an augmented virtual reality so you can put this thing on your head and you actually get into the game did you find something funny yes it says remember that black mirror episode that was like what if you and your homie could fucking street fighter what was up with that because <laughs> exactly? that's exactly what the episode was basically they got into striking vipers which was like this uh mortal Kombat slash street fighter style game and started having sex <laughs> right, one yeah. character was a male character, the other character was a female character, and they could they can feel it. And apparently, it was the best sex they ever had in their life. Right. So then that was like, okay, do they actually have feelings for each other? And they were battling like, am I gay or am I not? Is this gay? Because like virtual reality is not actually real. Right. But um, but you're a girl and I'm a guy. But I'm a girl. I'm a guy, and so it didn't feel like it's gay. But then also like we're both you're my friend. Yeah. And you're we're both guys. And at one point, the other friend had told him like in the game like I love you. And it became, like, weird for them. So they met up in, like, this parking lot. But the thing is, he was having so much sex in the video game that he was not screwing his wife. And him and his wife were supposed <laughs> to be trying screwing. to have a, Well, that's what she was saying. She was saying the F word. And I don't want to say it on here. So um, they were supposed to be trying to have a baby. And so they had an anniversary, and she confronted him. And what we saw before the confrontation is that she still got it. Somebody came up to the bar and was trying to spit that game, and she mm -hmm. was like, "Listen, I'm married." But anyway, she was like, "Listen, what's going on? I need, I know something's going on because you don't, you don't do the little things." And that was really important for me, fellas. Yeah, it's the little things. 
the Squeeze little on the shoulder, a pat on the a butt. pat on the back when you walk by, a pop that on that booty when you you know what I'm saying when you see my butt, a little a little kiss on the cheek whenever I'm I'm cooking or something. The little things that you do when you're actually attracted to somebody, and you want them to know like, hey, I want you. Mm-hmm. So that the technical foreplay, if you if you will, you're not doing those things anymore. And you don't do those things when you either don't want somebody or you're being satisfied elsewhere. Right? Mm-hmm. So they're confronted there. He lies and says nothing's going on. Something is going on. Basically, he's banging his best friend in this video game uh, every single night for hours and hours and hours. They start the game like they're finna fight and then they just get to fucking. Yeah, weird. <laughs> but anyway, the... The ending of this was wild. Why? Because they get into an actual fist fight. They get arrested. And on the way home, he tells Theo, his wife, what has been going on. And what do we see at the end of the the episode? So we see that I'm assuming it's one day Um, a year. A month. Uh, One day a month? Yeah. The 14th. Um, That she allows him to go into the video game. and Bang his friend have sex with his friend and she takes off her wedding ring and goes to the bar and she's probably getting banged in real life just to feel something well yeah i won't i won't assume that she's taking these people home but uh yeah maybe she just likes to chase she's pregnant again and it seems like their relationship is really working very well mm-hmm. right so it beckons the question And I'm not saying would you, but do you think that more couples should fancy situations like this? Well, when I watched it, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, couldn't be me. Just kidding. I just said that I shouldn't say that anymore. I do not think that that would work for me right now. But I think that people should do whatever helps them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that people should do whatever helps them, whatever makes them feel good, whatever keeps them satisfied, whatever makes them happy, because there's a lot of unhappy people in this world. And there's a lot of unhappy marriages. And I think that that we have such this this one idea of what marriage looks like Mm -hmm. and what marriage should be. And I think that when you see something outside of that, your first reaction is to judge it and to be like, that's weird, would never be me, couldn't do it. But I think that like, it's easy to say those things, but when it comes down to it, it's like, if that's what works for them, that's what works for them. And why are you judging it? Right. Right. No, I, I feel you on that one. I think in a, in a practical world, and, and the thing is, I know people who are... um. I'm not saying like that, like, you know what I'm saying? But I know people whose relationships are very different from like normal relationships and people ask them type of questions all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you do this? Or you don't get jealous or you don't feel this type of way. And it's like, see me, I would, I'm a jealous person. When right. It comes but I'm to sure you. if, especially if you're not like for her, she came to a conclusion that works for her. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. okay, cool. I'm not, am I really going to be jealous if you're, Doing this, but I'm out here and people are, I'm getting attention that I want. Mm-hmm. No. Exactly. But when it's one-sided, for sure. Exactly. So figuring out what works best for y'all is like A1 important. Mm-hmm. 
You know, with this episode, though, I also found it interesting because I remember when the metaverse was like first coming out, was first coming out and you were hearing of people being sexually assaulted and all this stuff. And I couldn't wrap my head around it. I'm like, what does that even mean? It ain't like this, though. Oh, right. So like it ain't I don't know. I still don't know what it's like. So the only way that I can see and and again. uh, Let me preface my statement by saying. You all know where I stand when it comes to sexual assault. You all know the advocacy work that I do with victims. Okay? You all also know, and you know this, baby, that I'm very serious about, like, um, we can't call everything sexual assault. Because what happens is other things get watered down. It's no different than saying, I have PTSD. When you don't have PTSD, Mm -hmm. I have this. When you don't have this, oh, my gosh. I have depression. When you don't have depression, stop saying that. You just have real feelings. Yes. And you're experiencing those. That's fine. Something bad happened in your life, so you feel the effects of that. Yes, you're not clinically depressed. The point is that the more you water down the definition of what it is and the impact of what it is, the less victims will come forward, the less uh, resources are going to be able to be supremely directed to those who have been... Mm -hmm. Affected, and I'm not saying. I also know when people are like, because men will say this too. How do we know this person's telling the truth? I, the the data is overwhelmingly uh, on the side of the victims when it comes to sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Overwhelmingly, I mean, it is very safe for you to assume that if somebody told you that they got sexually assaulted, you can believe them mm-hmm. with confidence. Not even like, oh, okay, I believe you. Like, I mean, with confidence. So I'm I'm not here for all of that. But what I'm saying is. The only way I can see it really happening in the metaverse is if you were to wear some sort of haptic feedback um, suits, right? So mm. in the metaverse or whatever, let's say you're wearing a VR helmet. Right. So you're 360, you're in this world that isn't the the world that you're actually living in. It's virtual reality. It's augmented. And you're wearing this like haptic suit to where if somebody were to pat you on the shoulder, right, the response would actually respond on your suit and you would get an actual haptic mm. response. You know how, like, when you touch on your screen, yeah, it feels yeah. like it bounces? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The And so, like, if I rubbed your butt and you had a haptic suit on your butt and you felt that, like, I I feel like that's, that's assault. Right. But even so, I think if your character in the game was assaulted... But how would you get, like... No, I'm, my question. I'm my not question. saying like legally it stands up or anything. I'm right, just saying right, like right, I right. I never understood what they meant by that. Right. So right, this right. was a visualization of oh this is what could happen in a virtual reality. I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I just there's not like movements. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but I've never played also with some of these things, so I may be wrong here. Um, and God, I hope that this is not like a, I hope that you all understand what I'm actually trying to say. I'm not trying to say that people in the metaverse were not sexually Right. I think it's like, have you ever been like in Disney or whatever, where you're in that, um, it's basically like a dome right. of a screen I've, yeah, I remember that. and you're sitting, you're sitting like on a, in a cage mm-hmm. and it moves you around and you're like, um, hang gliding. And it feels so real, like you're hang gliding because you're doing all the tilts and stuff like that. So, like... And that's what I'm saying. That's the fourth dimension, right? Like, you're right. going to something that's 4D. 
That's that's the haptic. The haptic is the fourth dimension. Right, right. As I was saying it, I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But still, it feels so real watching it that even if you're not feeling anything haptically, it, it can still be. It yeah, could yeah, yeah, yeah. still feel like right. you are being assaulted. Right. Oh, for sure, for sure. And and by that definition, a thousand percent. Right. That's what I'm a saying. Thousand percent. That's all I'm saying is right, that right, I right. I could never understand like when they were when people were saying that and I saw all the stuff coming out. Which granted, I didn't do a lot of researching into it because I was like, Ugh, don't want to touch that. Um, I I just couldn't wrap my head around it, and so this was like, oh, now I understand how that's happening mm -hmm. because this is what it's like. Yeah. I don't know. That is like extremely. Right. Well, yeah. well, yeah, because it like puts your body in it, you know? Right. Well, also because there's just not like moves, you know, that feel that real, like you're not gonna be right. able to straddle somebody in the, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, or bend somebody over or something like that. It's still right. very much so a game game. Yeah. Like, you know, um, but even so, if you're talking to somebody and you're able to express the sexual desires you have for this other person, that's sexual assault. Right. Exactly. Right? Um, so, and that means for sure too. So it's just a, and, and we know how video games are. You hear it with me. Yeah. They get downright nasty and dirty and disgusting. As soon as you, they figure out you black. They're going to throw that N-word out there very, uh, they're going to use it a lot. Yeah. And if they figure out that you are a woman playing, the most vile things are about to be said to you. It's so disgusting. So disgusting. So much so that, like, women have to say stuff back that I'm like, damn, I would have never thought that they would say something like that. But I'm like, what are we doing, yo? What, what are, we, are doing? we doing? But unfortunately, in the world that we live in, so... Truth. I say all that to say there are a lot of good episodes of Black Mirror, there and are. I think that you should watch them because I think that they are very mind-bending and challenging, and they connect very well into the world that we live in today. Yeah. Particularly when we're talking about, like, Elon Musk having a brain chip that may be FDA-approved to have, like, trials, human trials and stuff. Particularly when we're talking about the growth of uh, AI, artificial intelligence, stuff like ChatGPT. Or they're putting in, you can create images and uh, videos and stuff with these AIs. I think that all of that has been stapled in Black Mirror episodes before. Um, they are coming out with a new season of Black Mirror. So there's going to be more information, more new stuff that will probably be tailored for the next couple of years and stuff like that. So I think that it's pretty cool to stretch your mind on how great technology is and can be, but also how detrimental it can be to our existence. So watch yeah. Black Mirror. Yeah. I, I really enjoy it. I like that it makes you think about things outside of the norm. Mm -hmm. But I'd be kind of wanting uh, the like that type of experience. Not that I want to go bang nobody virtually, but I think it would be cool to like play a game and like, you know, like be in the game. Yeah. Like playing Call of Duty or playing Madden or Harry Potter. Well, yeah, but if you get Madden, shot, you well, it all resets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you just have to, you would really have to, it would be cool because what you would be doing, what you would do is at some point you would create new neural pathways in your brain. And if you were to get a, I would bet if you were to get an MRI of your brain before using this technology mm -hmm. and an MRI maybe six, seven months after using it, the MRI would light, your brain will be lighting up differently. 
really? with new neural pathways. Because you would have to teach your brain what's real and what's not real. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good that's a good point. So I think it would be it would be dope and cool, but imagine that. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> oh, oh, oh what was that? What's the song? You think it's cool? Uh anyway, thank y'all for All staying right, around y'all. for this episode. We yes, love y'all. Thank y'all. This episode was powered by uh Atlantic salmon. Um what else do we eat? Rice and Asparagus. Asparagus. Corey cooked me dinner, y'all. <laughs> Why you said Corey cooked me dinner, y'all? Hey. Corey cooked me dinner, y'all. Corey cooked me dinner, y'all. And on oh that note, gosh. we thank you for hanging out with us. Go rate us as many stars as you think we deserve. Five of them things. I think we're life changing, so give us five. Follow us on all social media, Press Next Podcast. Mm-hmm. And always, when you're watching TV and it asks you, you're still watching, even though Netflix, we didn't even talk about this, even though Netflix started cracking down on that user password. Yeah, we'll talk about that BS. Yeah, we'll talk about it next time. Um, always, press next. Deuces.